0: Get ready to listen. Okay, let's Get ready to listen. Block by Block Chicago. Block
1: by Block Chicago. Block by Block Chicago. Hello, we're here today at Wilson Skate Park. I'm Allison from Block by Block. And today we're interviewing... Michael. And we met him today at the skate park. So if you want to do a little self-introduction, that'll be great.
2: Yeah, sure. I'm here at Wilson on this beautiful day. Um, Yeah, I'm 25 years old. I've been skateboarding for the better part of my life, although only seriously, maybe in the past eight years or so. And yeah, I'm just uh, I'm really drawn to skateboarding as an activity um, as much for the way that it allows me to be in the city as I am drawn to it as a sport or in terms of like doing tricks, I think that like, yeah, I just appreciate uh, it as a tool to be in the world. And I think skate parks are very interesting places and I'm looking forward to talking about them.
1: Great. So today we are here for an event at the night at the park. Oh, night out in the park, sorry. And the topic of today's conversation is going to be about public space. And I know that skate parks are very important for the community. So I'm yeah. curious to know your thoughts about public space and skate parks and how it affected you personally.
2: Um, yeah, well, I think public space is, is uh, a vital component to any healthy uh, community. Um, and I feel like Chicago, um, you know, at least in this area, there are large parks and there's a lot of public space and people use them too, which I think is really important aspect because many places I've been in America, I feel like even when there is park space and maybe as a result of like the design of the park space, um, it goes unused. Um, I just noticed, uh, yeah, I was living in, in Germany for a year and I think that park space is very important there and i think chicago i think chicago i think uh, chicagoans uh relationship with park space is uh more similar to like the kinds of way people engage regularly with um yeah with parks like but yeah uh skate parks i don't know what i appreciate about skate parks is that um everybody's welcome you know i think there's an understanding um that no matter who you are, or how good you are at skateboarding, or if you're riding a BMX bike, or a scooter, you know, I think that like, there is like, there is like a radical inclusivity that goes along with with the community in skateboarding. And I think that like, although skate parks are not just for skateboarders, um, On the topic of skateboarding and skateboarding culture, I think recently, you know, inclusivity has been at the fore of of the conversation that at least I've been exposed to. And it's something that I really appreciate because I think that like people are taking the time to educate themselves about the importance of inclusivity. And I think that like, even though skateboarding culture was always welcoming of outsiders and, you know, people who strayed from the norm I think there's this idea of like skateboarders being rebellious, and um, but I think alongside that, like you know, there's this aspect of being welcoming to people, like no matter who they are, and so I find that very heartening.
1: Great. Do you have any personal stories about how um, having a skateboard park has helped you find a community, or any examples of inclusivity?
2: Yeah, definitely. In moving to Chicago, like I didn't know so many people and I would say that I have friends here at the skate park and I you know, I don't see them outside of the park or at least my my friendships haven't moved onto that level yet, but um you know, I know that I can come to the skate park usually and see someone that I that I'm at least like friendly with. And I think that that's like an important part of that's an important aspect of community that I think is distinct from more serious friendships. You know, friendship is important and that's all fine and good but I think it's really nice to just like have casual relationships with people and community in public spaces you know um, and I think that skate parks are really generative of these kinds of relationships
1: that's great um you mentioned you lived in Germany for a little bit yeah before coming to Chicago how is your experience of skateboarding in Germany to Chicago how does how do those experiences differ
2: you know they don't differ too much um, I think that I think that because uh, the skateboarding community is is kind of a niche community that um, that no matter where you go in the world, I think that um, you know this idea of what a skate park is and who's welcome there, like these kinds of things, are somewhat universal. And there are places, you know, I don't know. I think, like I said, I think things are changing a lot because um, I don't, I don't think that skate parks used to be this inclusive. But um, in my personal experience, just as an observer and as a participant, um, you know, my impression is that um, these things are changing, and it's it's a good thing. But yeah, in 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 regards to how skateboarding here differs from skateboarding in Germany, um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a whole lot different. I think people. You know, yeah.
1: Were there many skate parks in Germany similar to ones in Chicago?
2: Um, you know, the skate park that I used to frequent was uh, Maybach Ufer in Berlin, um, and it's a really small park. I think they built it for children because um, all of the features are really small, and it's mostly just flat ground with. Uh, like a small hip in the corner and these little rollers and a small pyramid and like a slappy curb. But the thing that drew me to that park was the community there. There were other parks in Berlin where I wouldn't say that they're less welcoming, but I think that like the general atmosphere was a little bit more serious and a little bit more about just like ripping. Whereas uh, yeah, MBU like I think it was like community focused. And I think that like the, the, the actual architecture of the park lended itself to that kind of community.
1: How would you say skating has contributed to your life so far? Is it just a hobby to you or do you find something more meaningful in it? Uh,
2: I think it's more important to me than, um, than I initially thought. I don't know what I would do without skateboarding, honestly. Um, I think that like um, it's very um, it's very therapeutic for me because exercise is good for you and it's good not just for your body but for your mind and I think that beyond just like uh, the exercise you get skateboarding um, I think you learn a lot about um, yeah I don't know I think you. This sounds corny, but like I really think that um, that it's obvious if you if you come to a skate park and you watch people skating that like they'll fall and they'll get back up and like the determination. Yeah, I don't know. It's there's this sort of mind over matter aspect with skateboarding too, where like uh, I think that fear of falling and fear of getting hurt are really, really, really. Uh, dangerous feelings if you're if you're going to be skateboarding and and i just think that it's uh yeah it's a constant reminder that like in order to 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 really like uh perform or to reach your potential like you can't be too caught up in worrying about like the consequences um it's also really nice for me personally like some people do yoga but i think that like it's it's really interesting you'll talk to skateboarders about how you know they have a bad day or something and they can't land any tricks and so in that sense i think skateboarding is a really interesting way to kind of be in touch with your body um i think of it a lot like dance actually and i love to dance also um but i think that Yeah, and skateboarding, like, it's not just the tricks that you can do, but it's also, like, your style, and I think it's a form of self-expression, like any other art form. Um, So that's how I feel about skateboarding.
1: So if you could invent any trick, skateboarding trick, what would you invent, and what would you name it?
2: I would want to invent a trick that... um, I would, I would want to invent some kind of kind of subtle stylistic move that would uh, be challenged that would be challenged by other people in its trickness and I mean that like I like to place my emphasis on like style more than trick selection and so it would be cool if some element some stylistic element rose to the same level that it it was deserving of a name like a trick is if that makes any sense. <laughs>
1: yeah, the people so, who don't
2: skateboard but
1: <laughs> so what would you name the trick the, Any name. the anti-trick okay nice yeah nice um yeah. what is the hardest trick you know or what trick took you the longest to learn
2: um honestly the, the crazy thing about skateboarding is that it takes you like a decade just to be able to cruise around and ollie up and off of curbs and not just fall every time you run over a crack or something so
1: awesome you mentioned it took a long time to learn how to just skateboard in itself yeah did you start skateboarding when you were younger and do you have any stories that you can describe to the listeners
2: yeah i mean i have a photo i have a photo from when i was like four in my backyard and i guess doing doing what i thought was a trick which was basically just like sitting with all my weight on the back tail just like with the board lifted in there air. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, uh, Yeah, I've always had a skateboard and I used to ride around a lot, but there's kind of a bit of a difference between like having a skateboard and, and like being a skater. And to me, the only difference is like wanting to skate, you know, and like being like really excited about it.
1: Did Tony Hawk have any influence on you growing up?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I grew up in San Diego, so not too far from from where Tony Hawk lives Um, and yeah I mean everybody the thing is everybody knows about Tony Hawk and still like most of the time that I go skate like someone someone yells at me out the car window like yeah Tony Hawk you know so um, yeah I don't know I think it's funny like he seems like a cool guy I've never met him but
1: awesome awesome I'm curious to hear more about skating culture and how it ties into other pop culture aspects like music and fashion. Do you have any um, insights on the fashion industry or dress pretty fashionably today?
2: Thank you. Um, <laughs> insights. Yeah, I, I do I am like interested. I'm interested in fashion, I guess. And I have noticed that like skateboarding is in right now people who have been skating for a long time like know already that it goes in and out of style. You'll meet older skaters who like think they're really cool because they were skating when it wasn't cool. But I feel like I guess even to like address things like from that angle like to me just ties into like what they're implying they find uncool about skating during periods where people are into it. So I don't know. I just think people shouldn't worry about it. Like, just have fun. But sure. I mean, if skateboarding's in and more people are skateboarding and having fun, like, that's cool. I don't know.
1: Awesome. Do you have any advice for new skaters or people who want to get into skateboarding?
2: Yeah, uh, don't tighten your trucks down a lot. It feels like it feels like it's more stable when you first start because they don't move. But it's going to hold you back. You should keep them. As loose as you can without getting wheel bite, so that you can learn how to turn, because that's like the most fun part of skateboarding is just turning, riding. So,
1: learning tricks and things like that.
2: Loose trucks save lives.
1: Awesome. Um, yeah, going back on the inclus- inclusivity, and in the- so what are your thoughts on um, females and their role um, in skateboarding in the sport in general?
2: Yeah, I think it's really awesome um, that recently I've noticed more women skateboarding there have always been women skateboarding but like they never got the kind of recognition that their male counterparts did and mm-hmm. that's changed somewhat recently you know I think that the industry is realizing like as cynical as this may seem that there's a large market out there but but I think that like yeah I don't know I, I think it's I think it's cool. I think that it's hard. It's hard to get excited about something like really anything when you don't see yourself represented. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy day and talking with us. Of course. Thank thank you you. so much. (laughs)
0: This seventh season of Block by Block was inspired by conversations with one of Chicago's skateboard legends, Jesse Newhouse. Wave function, as he calls it, is an ideal monument that you admire from afar. Maybe hop, ride, or simply sit on it. Even though Jesse is not in these recorded conversations, his ideals and great perspective triggered this ongoing conversation about public space and monument reinterpretation. Initially, these conversations took place in skate parks around the city in spring and summer of 2021. Most recently, these dialogues moved to multiple projects from Chicago Architecture by annual 2021. Wave Function is an itinerant live podcast around the city inspired by these conversations. This episode is brought to you as a part of Night Out in the Parks from the Chicago Park District. Conversations among Allison, Michael, Celia, August, and Samuel. Produced by Block by Block. Edited by Timothy McNulty. Original music by Sam from Beat by Beat. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.